With the first pick in the NBA draft, the Minnesota Timberwolves select 10,000 layups. 10,000. Ten thousand layups. Hello, good friends, and welcome to another episode of the Ten Thousand Layups Podcast. I'm Kyle Radke here with Julian Andrews. Julian, happy holidays! Thanks, man. Um, I'm loving the snow. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's always good when the National Weather Service tells you not to leave your house for three days. Yeah, that's like, how, like that's how you know you're living. And they're like, if you need to do anything, maybe do it today when it's going to snow seven inches, but definitely don't do it over the next three days. Yeah, like not, yeah. never a good thing of like, oh, it, but it's snowing. Why would I leave? Most, the most snow we've had in weeks and they're like yeah. actually yeah this is the best yeah so we'll see we'll see i'm supposed to go to the timberwolves game tonight um yeah, good luck i know it actually seems fine out um right now i'm more good. worried about the wind than the snow yeah um but yeah we'll see we'll see we'll enjoy it if you go I'll to I make like a decision quiet yeah i was gonna say I have to make a decision in about an hour game time to cause a game time game time decision it's 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 tricky because i like there's other people coming from like further areas than me so if I say I don't go and they say they're going, then it's like, I mean, mm. not, not that it really matters, but then all your friends will think you're a loser. Then I'm a loser. Yeah. It's tough. It's a tough one. It's a loser and a hatchback. That's all I am. <laughs> that's um, the name uh, of your first uh, com- comedy special. Yeah. Loser and a hatchback. Um, well, we have good news. The Wolves are coming off of three straight wins. The last two at home. Um, they beat the Thunder in OKC, a huge win over the Bulls. On Sunday, I was at the game. They scored 150 points. Crazy. Um, I don't know if that says as much about the Wolves as it does about the Bulls. The we were right next to the Bulls bench. Body language not great. Yeah, just getting dropped, uh, getting 150 dropped on you. I would imagine the body language would not be great. Yeah, it just seems like people don't like each other. Yeah, seems like maybe there's some moves to be made there. I don't know. I don't know. Seemed weird. Um, and then the Mavericks, uh, equally as bad body language. The Wolves beat the Mavs on Monday in a weird game. Like Luca didn't really seem like he had it. He got ejected in the third. Jason Kidd got ejected right after. But nonetheless, don't want to take anything away from the Wolves. They won. So what so, happens when you uh, give Luca the calls you give everybody else? It's true. It's true. Makes uh, the game harder. It's not easier, certainly. Um, but hey, Wolves are now sixteen and fifteen after three straight wins. They dropped to thirteen and fifteen on the road trip. Uh, they bounced back with three straight wins. The odd part about it is that those three wins came without Rudy Gobert. Uh, yeah. Anthony Edwards, 27, the last three games, Anthony Edwards, 27.7 points, 10.3 rebounds, 9.0 assists, 47.4% from the three-point line. Last three games for Nas Reed, 21.7 points, 8.3 rebounds, 53.8% from the three-point line. Gobert's had an ankle injury. We're not saying that the Timberwolves are better without Rudy Gobert, but um, it seemed like their offense and, and, and you know, yeah, I, I don't mean to be like coy about this. Like the, 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 the ball just moves a little better without Gobert in the lineup, which like, isn't a shocker. Um, Chris Finch had a pretty good quote. It was, I think it was after Monday's game, maybe talking about how, um, uh, just how like not having cat and Gobert in the lineup, um, gives like Edwards a little bit more control. Cause you, you yeah. sub them in for guys like Kyle Anderson and you know, whether it's Nas Reed or Nathan Knight or whoever. And then you have Jaden McDaniels, like guys that don't really want to create their own shots or they're not yep. looking for their own shot ever. Um, 
And that's something that Carl obviously does. And, and Gobert, I mean, we don't think of him as a scorer, but like when he gets the ball, like he wants to shoot, right? Yep. Um, so I, I thought that was interesting. And, and, and Edwards has kind of taken advantage of that. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's an interesting like thing to look at from a coaching perspective because it should be kind of encouraging in, in a way, you know, because because now you have a blueprint and you say like, all right, Nas is has been playing really, really well. And maybe, I mean, you have to find a very delicate way to do this because it's Cat. But like when Cat comes back, it's like, hey, like you're better than Nas. Yeah. Like, but here's how he was doing this. You're like, here's where he was getting his points. And because they're pretty similar skill set wise, Cat and Nas, if you look at it. I mean, Nas yeah. is probably maybe a better defender. But um, where is he? I don't even know. It doesn't matter. Um, Carl can Car- be a better defender. Yeah. But like, Nas is limited Nas, by like athleticism. Nas tries um, harder. Though. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so you look at that, it's like, okay, like here's the blueprint for how it looks with a center like cat and ant. Um, and then you say like, cat, can you be 25% better than Nas was, which sounds like weird if, cause we're talking about a guy who was undrafted versus cat, but at yeah. the same time, like, you can only improve so much. Like, like once, like the difference between, players who are playing well in the NBA is fairly incremental. So if cat can do what not like if cat can play 25 to 50% better than like what Nas is doing right now, that's awesome. Um, until like you have that. And then maybe the answer is just like stagger Rudy Gobert. Like maybe the, maybe the big learning out of all of this is just like, we don't need to do the two center things and that kind of sucks, but maybe it's like, okay, instead of saying like, we're going to have this twin towers thing going. Maybe you just always have an all NBA center on the floor. Yeah. You know, like maybe that's your, maybe that's your answer. And like you start them together or whatever, but maybe you pull Rudy five minutes in every game and he plays a lot with the second unit. And then you have Ant and cat play together. And then also like the other takeaway from this is you somehow have to keep Nas involved because he's too good. Yeah. He's proven. He's proven he's too skilled offensively. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I totally agree. And that's that's kind of where you roll your eyes at the fact that the Wolves made the trade when they did yeah. because now you see all these pieces. And that's kind of what we were saying right away. It's like if you let someone like Ant just cook and then let the pieces – like kind of what we, we've seen in um, Memphis, right? Where like mm-hmm. you have somebody like Ja who can cook and then you have all these other role players. Suddenly they get elevated because, yeah. um, you know, Ja makes them better. It, in this situation, you have the opposite where you have all these players that you're kind of stacking on top of Ant, and he actually gets worse because, mm-hmm. you know, you're kind of suffocating his skill set. And then once, you know, you release, I guess, like once you release the pillow off the face, right? It's like, oh my yeah. God, he can breathe. And, and and he starts to like open up. And and you, I, I think he said as much, like he's having his most, the most fun he's ever had playing basketball, like over the last week. Which, yeah. I mean, I don't think that, I, I don't think he, unintentionally said that i think no. that was like yeah like look at our offense and 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 finch it, it's funny you said that about like the the uh like towns kind of entering that nas role because finch kind of said that there needs to be situations where he might need to just like park cat in the corner a little bit more yeah and you know with with a guy like his skill set you hate to do that but also that you've kind of made your bed right like he's also an incredible three point shooter like cat yeah. cat should relish like i know that cat has the chip on his shoulder about like being a star and like taking all these tough shots but he should relish the opportunity to get eight 
open corner threes a game. You know, like he could score, like he could average 30 points a game if he he would do that. Like he's an incredible shooter. So I I, I hope that he is ready to kind of come back and plug into this stuff and like hope the team continues to lean into Ant as a distributor and as a rebounder and all of these other things that he can clearly do, but he's not being allowed to do because of the roles that the other guys feel like they have to have, which is a situation that, Finch has to manage like front office, put him in the position. They made the trade. I was very pro the trade at the time. I think me and the rest of wolves, wolves nation wolves fans have probably soured on it, but like now it's done and it's on Chris Finch to figure out how to make it work. And you hope that he can, and he's a smart guy. So you hope, and you think that he will take the right lessons from the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And if you look at like Delo's last, I think like six games prior to, to Dallas's uh, win, um, you know, he scored 20 points or more, but mm-hmm. you wonder if Carl, when Carl comes back and Gobert comes back, if you're Tim Connolly, you see D'Angelo's on that expiring deal. You, you wonder if there's a weird way where you like try to open up more shots for Edwards and have him be like that point facilitator, mm-hmm. because that's like the one thing that's pretty clear to me is like when those guys come back, like Ant needs to take all the shots and he needs to take good shots. Not like, yeah, you know, we all know those guys and, and, and gets like this too. Um, towns definitely does the guys that like, okay, it's my turn to shoot and I'm going to do it no matter what. Like it needs to be a free flowing offense. And I don't like, I don't know. That's up to Tim Connolly. Um, yeah. But I like, mean, I feel like ant does that because he doesn't get enough shots. Yeah. You know? And so I think if you give him the opportunity to get good shots, he'll take them. Like, I don't, I don't feel like he's such a gunner that he will just like throw up shots that he shouldn't take in a vacuum. But I do feel early on when there were so many mouths to feed, he was forcing shots because he was thinking, Oh shit. Like this is the only time I'm going to touch the ball for the next, you know, maybe the next five possessions. Like I have to go get mine. And you know, that's not the attitude that you want him to have. Um, and I think he'll grow out of that. Like, I think with maturity comes, you know, that understanding that he doesn't need to do that. Um, but I do think that's the situation. And so, yeah, you hope that, that they'll find, they'll make sure that he continues to get good shots. Cause it's very clear that he is capable of leading a team. Yeah, totally. Totally agree. Yeah. I think that that's like the one thing that's becoming more, more clear is like just this is Edward's team or it should be at the very mm-hmm. least. Um, okay. Uh, up next for the wolves, they have the Mavericks tonight. Um, we're recording this on a Wednesday and then they hit the road and the road trip is a freaking bloodbath. They have Boston, Miami, new Orleans, and Milwaukee. They will be underdogs in all four of those games. So, yeah. um, if you can get that win tonight and then maybe go one and three on the trip and come back home 500, that might not be the worst thing. So, um, all right. With that, we want to thank our friends over at three star sports cards. They're awesome. Um, three star sports cards.com. They're in, um, Bloomington and they're in little Canada. Uh, check them out. They have such a wide selection. Um, PSA prices dropped again. I just picked up 27 cards Any hits? Um, from PSA. I got some pretty good hits. I got a Justin Jefferson, silver select nice. card, PSA 10, Jalen hurts, PSA 10, um, uh, Two Cade Cunningham, PSA 10, Zevin Mobley, two of those, PSA 10. So um, we did okay. I had two Zach Wilson PSA 10s. So um, Yeah, you, you maybe wish those had come in a little earlier. Yeah, or I, I just didn't do it at all. 
My, <laughs> you know, I wish I would have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, go check them out. Tell them the 10,000 layups podcast sent you. They've been a, a really great partner of ours. Um, and then we want to thank our friends over at DraftKings. The NBA season is heating up and there are still so many unknowns. Who's going to get traded? I mean, we're, we're in like know. trade territory here. Yeah. Um, when I'm looking to get in on the action, I bet with sport, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, new customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Download the Dra- DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Sign up with code TBPN. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on NBA, in any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, let's go around the league a little bit here. Um, uh, The Suns have been purchased for $4 billion. Um, Seems like a good good deal. Yeah. Um, Matt Ishba, Ishba, Ishbia. He has, he's a former Michigan state player, actually. Matt with uh, one T. Yeah. Matt with one T. You don't see him very often, but when you do, um, they own NBA teams. Uh, his brother, Justin, um, they are the kind of co-investors. It sounds like they have like right around 60%. Um, wow. so it's, 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 but they got it for 4 billion, um, which is a, you know, really, really, uh, that's, that's quite a bit of money. Um, but for one of the NBA's better teams and kind of better futures right now. So, um, totally. if you're buying a team, like to put that in perspective, yeah. um, Lori and Rodriguez bought the Timberwolves for 1.5 billion. So yeah, you could say they got a really good deal or you could say the Suns are just that much more valuable than the Timberwolves. The Suns are three times as valuable from right. a market, from a market perspective. I agree. I agree, but uh, yeah, good, good. Anytime you can get Robert Sarver out of your league. Yes, good. Good news. Um, Okay, news in the East. The Atlanta Hawks, they've made the move to make president of basketball operations, Travis Schlank, who came from the Warriors, into the dreaded senior advisory role. Mm. Um, Landry Fields will be the general manager, and he will now oversee basketball operations. Um, You know, Schlank kind of started with the, like, Warriors of the East, he got mm-hmm. Trey Young there. He ended up getting Kevin Hurd there. Um, and after a run to the Eastern Conference Finals, um, which was pretty improbable um, and, and surprising, they really haven't done much. They made the DeJounte Murray trade. We don't really know what's going on with John Collins. Everybody hates Trey. Everybody hates Trey. Yeah, they're just kind of in the middle of the pack. Yeah. Um, so it seems maybe like a good move. But also, you know, they're, they are two years removed from an Eastern Conference Finals experience. I don't know that's... That's, so I got to figure hard. out what's going on with John Collins. Yeah. And and if it's actually something that's going on with Trey Young, because now there's more and more evidence that everybody hates Trey Young. And I think John Collins got like a bad label for not liking, for like being for, early on the wagon. For not getting along Trae with Young. Him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, but he's a good player. So I hope that they can kind of figure that out. Yeah. I agree. Um, so yeah, interesting news there. And then um, the Knicks who um, they weren't exactly shy about their desire to get Jalen Brunson, who by the way, Jalen Brunson's playing really well. He's good. That um, ended up not being a bad deal. No, and I thought it was going to. Of course, everybody now is like, oh, I never thought it was going to be a bad everybody deal. Everybody should have Literally, deal. everybody thought it was a bad deal. Yeah, He's averaging 21.6 assists per game. Um, awesome. 37% from the three-point line. Yeah, literally everybody was like, we're acting like Jalen Brunson is Michael Jordan. And it's like, no, you just, whatever. 
and yeah, it worked out. There's fine. nobody who liked that deal. If you say you like that deal, like show me the receipt. Yeah, I agree. And don't um, give me like some Photoshop edited tweet with a different time and date on it. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Um, I wasn't like super against it, I guess, but I just, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no, but like nobody was like, Oh, awesome. Yeah. It's like, Oh my God. Like <laughs> I think more of their reaction was like, man, that sucks for the Mavericks. But also I wouldn't want to spend a hundred million dollars yeah. on Jalen Brunson. Now maybe yeah. I would, I don't know. Um, but they're going to lose their 2025 second round pick because of some tampering. Um, I think it was worth it. I think it was worth it. Yep. I would probably do that again. That's mm-hmm. where the NBA needs to actually like, do something or do nothing. Keep taking away a, a, a second round pick in, you know, three years from now probably isn't, I don't know. There's always a price. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, that's all we got today. Uh, we'll be back after the holidays, probably next week. Maybe, I don't know if you're around. Uh, we'll, we'll maybe record next week sometime. Um, but otherwise, yeah, uh, safe travels to everyone in Minnesota. Be smart. Um, you have happy holidays. Um, have some eggnog but not too much of it. Just the right amount. Because it'll make you sick. Serving size on eggnog is only like four ounces. Hmm. So just a heads up. Interesting. Yeah. If you drink 16 ounces, just know that you drank four times the amount that you've you've been asked to drink. So don't drink anymore. Um, Okay, Julian, uh, I'll talk to you next time. Later, guys.